this is when I was like, oh, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate this guy. She goes, yeah, educate yourself. You do realize the elite wake up at the crack of dawn. What? Do you mean, T-Dog? You do realize the elite wake up at the crack of dawn. Cool. And then, here's where the conversation 110% no matter what should have ended. But C fucked up. We already bashed C a little bit for continuing the conversation. I definitely bashed her plenty of times in person. I was pointing at her face and I said, what the fuck are you doing? But you do realize the elite wake up at the crack of dawn. And then the next message, I got half a day in already, princess, with the princess emoji. Hey, T-Dog, I hope that a girl somewhere kicks your nuts into your throat. Okay. Welcome to Cheer Up Ed, the podcast, guy. <laughs> this is going to be fun. One. This is going to be cool. Look, we're here to have fun. We're here to have a good time. This is your new favorite shit. This is your new favorite. Remember, don't be a bummer, okay? Let's do this. What's up, Cubs? Welcome to Cheer Up Babe, the podcast. I'm your host, VJ Julio. You're listening to episode eight, and uh, check this out. That's Ryan Gosling. So uh, that's fucking cool. Thanks, guy. Thanks for being great at everything. And, you know, literally saving zero girls for the rest of us so that's really cool that's really nice i really like that guy he's really really pretty and really really talented guy he can also write music and play the guitar so that's cool i've literally found that out eight minutes ago and i was like i'm gonna let everybody else know i was like episode eight of the podcast everybody else is gonna know that ryan gosling can also sing so that now we all feel like a little bit less of a human being more so than we already did in comparison to ryan gosling you know you might be saying, VJ sounds like you have a crush on Ryan Gosling. No, no, just every female on the planet seems to. Um, I have a crush on Keanu Reeves because I'm a man's man, you know. And and we all know Tom Hardy could get it from anywhere, but, you know. Keanu Reeves, Tom Hardy, that's more my style. J.J. Watt is my wife's. Little fun fact, little fun fact for episode eight of the pod is J.J. Uh, Watt is my wife's free pass. That's my wife's free pass. Her and I have talked about that in agnosium. And uh, it has not changed in the nine years that we've been together. It's always J.J. Watt, and it's staying J.J. Watt. And every single time that she says that, I say, do you understand how big he is? Do you understand? Because my wife is 5'3", 5'4", on a good day, mainly 5'3". And her hall pass, her celebrity crush hall pass, whatever you want to call it, is 6'5". 290 pounds. So that's cool. His shoe size is 16. His shoe size is essentially one of her fucking legs. And that's her hall pass. The guy's wingspan is 6'11". My wife is 5'3". 5'4 on a good day. And her hall pass is a guy who would literally break her. And I always say that. I always say he would fucking break. You wouldn't know what to do. And she gives me the same response every single time. It'd be worth it. So that's cool. (laughs) 
Now, first thing, Cubs, by the way, if this is your first episode of the podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy yourself. Little breakdown on what the podcast is about. We don't talk about bummer ass shit on here, okay? Every now and then, every now and then we try to grow a little bit as people, but for the most part, we're telling silly fucking stories and having a silly time. We're having fun. We're laughing. We're making this the best hour-ish of our day. The first thing you got to do if you're listening to this podcast and you decide to stick around is you now call yourself a cub. Cheer up, babe. C-U-B. Acronyms are my favorite. And we're the cubs. Literally have a bear cub design in the works right now to put on t-shirts. It's being commissioned currently as we speak. We're figuring it out, going back and forth. I'll talk more about that and give more details on that person. Wink, wink. When it all comes to fruition. But we're the Cubs, baby. First thing you got to do, especially for this episode, it's a big one. So I need you to put on a cozy sweater. I need you to stop what you're doing. Are you driving? Pull over. Okay? Pull over for the next hour. Take a break. Are you doing chores around the house? Sit down. Put a comfy, cozy hoodie on and sit down. Are you with your kids? Lock them in a closet somewhere for the next hour. They'll be fine. Nothing bad is going to happen to them. Just lock them in a closet. Sit down. Listen. Because guess what, babe? I have it. I have it. I have it. I have the holy grail of dating examples for girls right now. And if you're a guy, don't worry. Don't be scared. Don't be scared of this episode. This episode is for the guys to learn from. This episode is entertainment for the girls and a fucking crash course 101 on what not to do for the guys. Let me set it up. Jordan and I have a nanny, baby slash babysitter, whatever, slash friend. She'll watch Player One. By the way, Player One is my daughter, if you don't know. Player, she'll watch Player One for a few hours every other day or so so that Jordan can get some schoolwork done and do some stuff around the house, whatever, right? Because I'm at work. I'm not going to say her name. But for the remainder of this story, she will be referred to as C, like the letter, not the ocean. And one of our favorite pastimes with C is that, now one thing you need to know about C is I I think she's like 22 years old, might be 23, she's single. So one of our favorite things to do with C is to sit down and go over the dating scene right now. Her, Jordan, and myself sit down at the table and and we go over text messages and dating experiences and tell stories and it's a really, really fun time. Now, C, this last week, sat down with a banger a banger so much of a banger that i said are you comfortable with me talking about that on the podcast and she just sent me all the screenshots so i have it because this guy he will be referred to as t-dog for the remainder of the episode and you might be like wow are you really trying to douche him up nope he refers to himself as t-dog picture him in your brain you're probably right so t-dog and c How did they link up? Let me tell you. C's mom kept trying to get her to go on a date with T-Dog. Let's make rule number one. Rule number one, if you're a mother of a daughter, don't try to set up your daughter. Because guess what? You're out of the game. All right? You're, You're out of practice. Guys have evolved in their shadiness and their ability to slither snake around in the grass and make themselves appear one way when in reality they're the worst person ever and this is a direct example of that t-dog seemed hunky fucking dory to mama bear you know and then mama bear was like hey try out t-dog now mama bear definitely missed some big big red flags up front 
Let's talk about it. First off, T-Dog is a trucker. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that, especially if the trucker has a family. Because guess what? That guy is grinding, doing a job that literally sucks, that literally pulls him away from his family in order to provide for his family. There's nothing fun about being a trucker. Truckers are grinders. It's hard work. Now, if you're young and single and a trucker, there's just something, something askew. It's almost like in the very back of your brain, you're like, I'm a good guy. I just like working hard. But also at the same time, I could turn into a serial killer at any moment, you know? So don't take offense if you're single and you're a truck driver. Just don't ever flip that switch, you know? I know that it's in the back of your brain. You're like, I've all I do is drive around and listen to documentary podcasts on uh, serial killers. And one third of them have my job title. So I have the capability. Just don't do it. Don't do it. All right? So that's red flag number one. Red flag number two is that T-Dog has on his license plate of his personal vehicle. I'm, I'm going to let that sink in. He's grown, man. He's older than C. And he has on the license plate of his yellow Mustang. We'll get to more about the Mustang in a second because it's, you better believe that it's in the messages. It's in there. So that's the preemptive. Here's the facts we know so far. He's a truck driver who has a yellow Mustang as a personal vehicle. And the yellow Mustang has the license plate. And her mom said, you should see him. So basically her mom's getting desperate. I think that's what's going on. But you just got to let C do her thing. All right. So it all started on Facebook Messenger, where all horror stories begin. You might say, no, it's actually the Instagram DMs. Yeah, that's definitely a bad place, but a worse place is Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger is for your grandma to send you photos of her dogs that she memed. Facebook Messenger is for your uncle to send you his political opinions through comic strips, you know? So when you're sliding in to Facebook Messenger, you're coming out of the gates not hot. You're coming out of the gates ice cold. So guys, don't, okay? Hey guys, guys, real quick, real quick, if I could have just a a sliver of your time, Don't. Don't do it. Pick literally any other social media platform. I would say that at this point, because of what Facebook has become, Snapchat is a less sketchy way to slide into someone's DMs. And the young people listening to this podcast are like, I exclusively use Snapchat. It's like, yeah, because you're trying to hide all your shit. Don't fucking talk to me right now. We're not talking about you. We're talking about CNT Doc. Now, he also didn't just slide into the dms okay he came in hot he came in hot kind of like i don't know a truck kind of like a big mac truck he came in now you might have an image in your head of what t-dog looks like like oh is he like 80 pounds overweight wears a trucker hat and has a big full beard no he's a skinny mini he's a tiny little guy i would i would call he's smaller than me and i'm 5'10 okay i'm 5'10 200 And T-Dog, in comparison to me, is like a mini pin. He's like a min pin. He's just rough, 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 you know? Now, I know I'm kind of laying into T-Dog pretty hard right now, and you guys are like, can you give this guy a break? I'm sure he's not. Just hold your judgment on me for the end of the episode. 
because this guy deserves everything that I'm going to be throwing at him. Now, he starts off by replying to a story that she posted. First off, C, don't post stories on Facebook. That's for literally every other social media, okay? But she just basically posted a picture of her and her girls at the bar. Pretty simple, pretty chill. And his response was, you're naughty. Devil, purple devil emoji. All right. Now, one thing you're going to find is that the emojis are a big, 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 big source of this guy's conversation pieces. All right. Can we guess if he used the right your? <laughs> yeah, of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. T-Dog definitely didn't come out of the gate strong because it's you're naughty, not you are naughty. And if you don't know the difference between those two things, fix your life. Go go read a dictionary, come back to this episode. But he starts off with your naughty devil emoji. And she goes, why? And he goes, you know. And then after no response, he sent the wacky tongue out cross-eyed emoji. And then she goes, no, tell me. And then he responds, I almost called you to go to dinner last night. The biggest problem I have with this guy's messaging is that he throws innocuous emojis in there just innocuous emojis i almost called you go to dinner pot of food last night pot of food emoji in between dinner and last night and also last night is one word i you know let's just this is kind of long so we're just going to power through we're not going to get too hung up on the semantics but we are definitely going to get a little bit hung up on the semantics because God, I felt bad for him when I was first reading these. I was like, God, he's really not doing well. But then he shows his true colors in the end. So hang on. I almost called you to go to dinner, dinner emoji, last night. But you didn't, she replied. I got off a 20-hour load, so I didn't feel like I was top, top emoji notch. Now, he put the top emoji in there. I got off a 24-hour load, so I didn't feel like I was top, top notch. That's how that reads. <laughs> Doesn't read right. Maybe another time when I'm well-rested so you can keep up. Oh. Oh. So aggressive. Maybe another time when I'm well-rested so you can keep up. Mm, so contradicting. So backwards from what you meant. When I'm well-rested so you can keep up. <laughs> Okay. Now, C made plenty of errors in this entire thing as well, Um, basically by responding. But anyways, she says, you were up for 24 hours straight, just trying to politely continue conversation. And he said, well, no, but had only a few hours of sleep in the truck. Dang, yeah, I don't function good on a little sleep either, so I don't blame you. But keeping up isn't a problem. Okay, a little flirty from C. Don't know why. Hey, C, don't do that. Okay, because... He's way too aggressive, all right? He's messaging like I messaged on apps when I was 16 years old, okay? Now, she said, but keeping up isn't a problem, crying laughing face emoji. And then he goes, okay, little mama, what are you doing today? Don't call her little mama. And also don't say little. If you're going to say little mama, go L-I-L. If you're going to go all the way into the worst fucking thing to call a girl, just go all the way in. Don't say little mama. Because that sounds like you're Southern. Okay, little mama. She goes, recovering. You get it? Because of the bar stories post. 
recovering. Haha, ha, JK. Heading towards, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say the name of the town. Heading towards blank around four to a girlfriend's house to celebrate our birthdays. You? And then he says, oh, I wanted to go to blank, the same town, the blank boat show. I got no plans. I was going to go uh, go see my grandma, grandma emoji, and fam in other blank. The bar you were at is right by my house, house emoji, five exclamation points, no response, devil emoji. Okay. And she goes, blank boat show? I didn't know anything about that. What is it? Oh, why didn't you stop in last night then? And then he goes, the blank boat show. It's the blank boat show. It's for boats and pontoons. Eye rolling emoji. Come on, smarty pants. All right. So right out of the gate, big time understanding guy, big time respects women. And she goes, excuse me, sir. And then he sends her a picture of him in his living room. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. He sent her a picture of his living room. A lot of fun stuff going on. We got a party size bag of tortilla chips, a paper bowl, and you know, like the the cheese dip that you just kind of scoop out of the can? That's in the paper bowl microwaved because you can see the crust ring around the paper bowl. And he just sent her that picture. So that's cool. Um, and then she goes, eating plastic for breakfast? How healthy? LOL. Excuse me? Plastic? She's like, yeah, educate yourself. You do realize, oh God, this is when, this is when, this is when I was like, oh, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate this guy. She goes, yeah, educate yourself. You do realize the elite wake up at the crack of dawn. What do you mean, T-Dog? You do realize the elite wake up at the crack of dawn. Cool. And then here's where the conversation 110% no matter what should have ended. But C fucked up. We already bashed C a little bit for continuing the conversation. I definitely bashed her plenty of times in person. I was pointing at her face and I said, what the fuck are you doing? But you do realize the elite wake up at the crack of dawn. And then the next message, I got half a day in already, princess, with the princess emoji. Hey. T-Dog, I hope that a girl somewhere kicks your nuts into your throat. Okay. She goes, geez, Sparky Pants. Yeah, some of us were out enjoying some good live music, though. I hope you had your mask, mask emoji, on. She goes, you saw my video. And he goes, obviously, eye-rolling emoji, no response. Good job, C. I'm joking, upside-down smiley face emoji, no response. You're kind of cute, though. No response. Maybe a little crazy, tongue out emoji, but they all are. Okay, so quick recap. He called himself elite. He called her princess. He called her naughty. And then he called her a little crazy. But instead of just sticking with calling her a little crazy, he pulled her into an all women group and said they all are. So I... I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out, I'm just racking my brain, is how's he single, you know? Like, how hasn't he bagged someone yet? I'm so confused. Now, they did not have masks on in the video. I'm just going to say that. Don't bash C. Okay, she's fine. It's 
Whatever establishment you're at, it's their rules. If they didn't have masks on, it's the establishment's policy. Don't bash C. You're just trying to have a good time. Watch some live music. And she goes, you wouldn't believe the amount of messages I'm getting in my inboxes right now for not wearing a mask. So I thought you were just another one. And she goes, also, I'm 100% crazy fun. Hey, C, stop giving him chances. You're fucking up. You're fucking up. I don't have any doubts about that, says T-Dog. You're weird, though. Definitely pegged you for the more shy slash sweet kind, but I guess I'm dead wrong. And he goes, weird, huh? Thinking emoji. You can be the saint and the sinner, darling. Don't ki- I hate him. Listen, Cubs, in a perfect world, when you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to this episode, I was able to meet T-Dog in person and just smack him around a little bit. Now I'm not a I'm not a aggressive guy. I well, I mean I guess I shouldn't say that. But I I am an under control person. But if you get me there, I want to slap you around a little bit. There's only so much self-control. So when you go don't kid yourself, darling. <laughs> I want to put you in a box. <laughs> okay. And she goes, "What?" with six T's. And he instead of understanding that she was saying what to her to him saying darling don't kid yourself he decides to clarify his last message by saying you can be a nice shy person with a wild side dot 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 no response eye rolling emoji no response eye rolling emoji and she goes i'm sick of opening this app just i'm sick of opening this app just text me like a normal person also i love how sassy our convos are see Listen, this is not for the Cubs. This next part's not for the Cubs. I told you in person, and I'm telling you again right now. If he started the conversation off by sliding in to Facebook and saying, you're naughty with the wrong you're, and then he calls himself elite because he woke up early, and then he called you princess with princess emoji after it, and then he called you darling, and then he said, you're kind of crazy, but they all are. Don't text him. All right. Now, I'm pissed off at you. You already knew that. You already knew I'm pissed. But alas, we continue on. And instead of responding to that last message, he continues on with the nice, shy person with a wild side explanation. Also, it depends on the environment you're in. I'm super outgoing and talkative in some, and in others, I'm reserved and to myself. I don't even have your number, wacko. I suppose I should ask your mom. She would be thrilled. Now, he already knows about the fact that mom was trying to set him up, okay? He already knows that his snake-in-the-grass bullshit is working. So I think that's why he came in so strong. Um, But also, at the same time, uh, I hate him. In my entirety. Now, he sends the number and then he says, balls in your court now. And I want you to guess if there's a basketball emoji after the word balls. Balls in your court now. And absolutely, yes, it is. Okay. Now, before she texts him, she responds with a little bit of sass. And I appreciated this. She put like asterisks, blocks him. And he missed that joke. And he said, do you smoke? Because that's a no for me. Okay, so 
judgy, also just a giant pile of shit. Ladies, is this what you deal with? Is this what dating is like right now? Is this what literally messaging guys on fucking social media is like right now? I obviously have been out of the game for fucking nine years. Is it literally this bad? Or is this an outlier? I have to know. I have to know because this is my only frame of reference and I was blown the fuck away by it. Do you smoke? Because that's a no for me. And she goes, asterisk, adding smoking and tattoos to my to-do list today. And he goes, whoa. And she, and she goes, preference on either? And he goes, nope. She goes, I don't smoke and I don't have tattoos. Full disclosure, though, doesn't mean I'll never get one. And he goes, better not. I was starting to like you. Hey, you're not Christian Grey. <laughs> Did you know? Did you know that you're not Christian Grey? <laughs> Did you? I don't think he knew that. And she goes, makes me want to go get one now. And he goes, wow. And she goes, loosen up, T-Dog. Could miss out on a good thing being so judgy. And he goes, I guess so. You would look good tied up. That's for sure. Hey, see, run the fuck away right now. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? And if any of you were listening to this and go, he doesn't sound that bad. Babe, I want you to stop listening to the podcast. I want you to walk over to a mirror. I want you to stare deep into your own eyes. And I want you to say these words. I'm better than that because all of you are. I don't care who you are. You're better than that. Also, I want you to also answer the question, does T-Dog have a handlebar mustache? Does T-Dog have a handlebar mustache? A thousand percent. Does it a thousand percent? Does he have a handlebar mustache? A thousand percent. You would look good tied up. That's for sure. No response. LMAO. No response. Since you're such a non behavioral lady she goes like with handcuffs and rope and he's like yeah totally zip ties actually and she goes and i'm out peace sign emoji and he goes lol it's a joke i bet you're a fan of the 50 shades movies movie emoji and books book emoji every woman's dream she goes is it though and he goes 100 emoji i i don't know what to say anymore i don't know what to say anymore and then he goes parentheses stalker like he's giving a stalker text right now oh good the neighbor girl just got to her parents i better close up my house so she won't know i'm home lol t-dog's all over the map y'all t-dog's all over the map and t-dog is a little bit unfucking hinged don't forget through the entirety of this podcast that mom set him up <laughs> mom set him up don't forget I'm not into that stuff. Not how a man of God treats a woman. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why she said that. I wonder if he flexes that he's religious, but not how a man of God treats a woman, I guess is how you come back to, um, I'm going to tie you up with zip ties. I don't know what C was doing there, but that's what she went. Now he goes, I know how to treat women. Don't worry, sweetie. Hey, guess what? You showed that you don't right there. Hey, in that one message, you showed that you don't know how to treat women. Because you said, I know how to treat women. Don't worry, sweetie. You called her sweetie. It's condescending in the exact same message that you said you know how to treat women. Also, you're single. You don't know how to treat women because you're single. Does that make sense? You're a fucking snake in the grass. and You might have tricked a few along the way. But guess what? You're single right now because they all figured it the fuck out. She goes, what a turn of events this has taken. And then he responds. With the winner, winner, chicken dinner, Cubs. Babe, he says, 
My garage floor is 69 carat. You like me now? Let's assess that. My garage floor is 69 carat. And then he shows his garage. I hate this part so much I don't even want to say it. He shows the floor of his garage. It has that like speckle seal done on it like a finished flooring. And it's like gold flakes through it. And he sends her a video of it and it pans over the garage. It pans up to the car and then it kind of pans over to the wall where he has three pictures hung up of the car. So that's a thing. And also he chose 69 carat. So, so, so yeah. And then he says, see, I'll let you get ready to party, party emoji. I won't bother you anymore today. Laughing face emoji. Have a lovely, fantastic day. Bud, you can't, listen, you can't undo everything you've done by trying to be like polite now. Because he said six messages ago that you're going to tie her up with zip ties. And just like, quote, all women, you like the Fifty Shades books and movies with both emojis. And then and then C responded with the, a great one to the car video and then that message. Asterisk plays Shania Twain that don't impress me much, which I appreciated that. I appreciated that response. And then he goes, I'm going to call you sassy with the girl pushing her hair up emoji. And then we move on to the text messages. Now, she started the messages off, which I'm disappointed in. And if you're thinking, sounds like C's a little desperate too. I don't know if C's desperate or if C just likes to hang out with strays, you know? So she messages, it's sassy, and he responds, meow, with a black cat emoji. So there's that, and then she goes, the black cat is bad luck, and he goes, fine, orange cat emoji. And then he goes, this is tea, dog emoji. I'm let, uh, The silence is on purpose. If you're wondering if the podcast just dropped out, it didn't. The, the silence is on purpose. He referred to himself in the third person with the letter T and the and the dog emoji. So T dogs, T dogs back. And then she sent him a screenshot of a song that the lyric goes, I can't believe you kiss your car goodnight, which alright. Stop messaging him, you know. And she goes, haha, this you? And he goes, have you got your birthday spankings yet? I'm just going to start fucking ripping through this because I'm, I'm, my adrenaline is pumping. I hate this guy so much. My adrenaline is pumping. And she goes, okay, that's two strikes. One more red flag and I'm out. Seriously. Hey, see, there's been 17 red flags. You're fucking up. And he goes, oh, stop. You can dish it out, but you can't take it. When did she, when, when did she, when did she, when did she, when did she, when did she? When did she say that she was going to lock you in a fucking closet, bro? And he goes, oh, stop. You can dish it out, but you can't take it. I'm not the one talking about binding someone up and spanking them. LMAO. Sarcasm, maybe? That was that was him. And she goes, nope, just freaking weird. And he goes, at least you have an iPhone. iPhone emoji. <laughs> okay. Check one box, at least. <sighs> no response. Smiling face emoji. No response. 
Let's be real. We're not serious until we have each other's Snapchat, the only way for anyone to communicate this day and age. Now, do you remember when I said don't slide into Facebook DMs, even Snapchat is less sketchy, less sketchy? It's only less sketchy unless this is the exact reason. If this is the exact example of why someone starts messaging you on Snapchat, it's more sketchy because he's the worst. Okay. And she goes, yeah, that's three strikes. I'm a woman who texts and makes phone calls. Asking for Snap right away is a player's handbook. Nice chatting with you. Which, good job, good job, good job. Granted, you did message him. And he goes, it's a joke. Simmer down. Next message. I can live without it. Next message. Sassy. Next message. I like your demeanor, though. Heart emoji. Next message. We played the three strike rule growing up. Works every time. K. Next message. Is there anything you would like to ask me for for questioning? I raised emoji since I ask you and get shrewd, sassy girl pushing her hair up responses. And she goes, I think I've seen all I need to see. Thumbs up emoji. Really? You got to be kidding. And then the next message after no response. Clearly, a intelligent woman such as yourself knows what assuming does. Is your guys' buttholes tight? Are your guys' buttholes tight? Because mine's tight. My butthole's tight and my stomach is clenched and my teeth are just a little bit clenched. So if I sound different right now, this is an audio form of media. So if my teeth are clenched and you're like, it sounds like he's mad, it's because I'm, I'm mad. It's because I'm mad. This is what, I have a daughter. This is what guys, this is how guys message. This is a form of communication. This is a thing. This is how it works. I just, uh, I guess all I have to say is giant piece of shit. Now, clearly a intelligent woman such as yourself knows what assuming does. Now, he says a intelligent woman. So once again, I'm not a grammar Nazi, but if you're messaging someone about their intelligence level in a condescending manner, but you say a intelligent woman not an intelligent woman. You don't deserve to get a beat down or anything, but you deserve to get flicked in the throat. You know, you deserve to get like held down and all of your eyebrows ripped out. Like you deserve something. And she goes, that would have to incline. I care what you do with your personal life. And I don't. So no, that's not it. And he goes, okay, well, clearly this was a waste of time. No response. And then the next day you got a nice smile, miss. And then he says her name. And then he spelt her name wrong. So, and he goes, I suppose that's strike four. And it was, and she didn't respond to him. You know who wouldn't have this messaging conversation with anyone? Ryan Gosling or JJ Watt. Let's just take, let's just take a breather. Let's just relax for a little bit. Um, I might have to take out the license plate part. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, wait, what license plate part? It's because I cut it out. But just know that his license plate wasn't generic. It wasn't just the state issued numbers. It was a giant screaming red flag. I'll just give you a hint. I'll just give you a hint right now. So the reason I cut it out is because people that live here listen to this podcast and 
I don't want them to recognize him and then drag him. Now, they're definitely going to know who he is because he refers to himself as his nickname, as I referred to him as it, it, the whole time. The whole time. But I don't want people to recognize the license played out. Just know that it's as bad as you think it is. And it's the worst. So this leads me into my next topic of discussion. Now, this is a different ep. This is a different episode. Episode eight is not a jump around, rip through 17 different topics in one go. Episode eight is a learning lesson for the gentleman and an entertainment slash made me nauseous too early in the morning episode for the women. So ladies, I'm sorry. And if you're having flashbacks, babe, that's the worst that you had to go through something like that because guys suck. Now, I put that in a general term because, fellas, we need to have a talk. We need to have a talk about this whole idea of alpha male versus beta male. And before, and before we even get into it, I'm going to give you my qualifications on this topic. The idea of an alpha male is like the general idea of a, quote, real man, right? Is a guy who tends to lean. He errs on the side of aggression. He is emotionally unintelligent. He checks out. He's the boss. He yells. And nothing about that is alpha. Everything about that is beta. And I'll explain why. For my entire high school career, I thought that that's what I had to be in order to be an alpha male. And it all stems from insecurity. Think of it like a turtle. If you see a guy who's walking around out there and he, you're like, yeah, he's an alpha. Because he's meaner or more aggressive than other people. That facade is his shell and underneath he just wants to hide underneath that shell and he's a soft little bitch the idea that an alpha male is a man's man who handles his business and can't have an emotional conversation or understand his own emotions is the most beta shit of all time like guys who have to boss their girls around and shit or guys who have to boss anybody around in order to feel a sense of control or a sense of power. That's the most beta male shit. Because all you're showing is that 15-year-old insecure little boy that you never grew out of. So this idea of a man's man being the aggressive one is bullshit. And guys, if you're younger and you're listening to this, or if you're older. I mean, usually older people are a little bit set in their ways, but we can all learn. My life changed when I realized that truly being a man and having true power over your life is not only caring for others, but understanding others and respecting their emotions. That's alpha. That's, I don't even fucking like using the term alpha because here's the bottom line. I trained for something in 18 years. That was a combat sport that puts me in the category of, I have that ability. Now, a lot of time, what that, a lot of times what that ability leads to is that I have to show that off. That's the little boy version. That's the child version. The man version is understanding that you have that ability and choosing to never use it. It's nice to have in the back pocket. It's nice to have on hand. Think of it like a condom. You'd rather have one and not need it than need it and not have one, right? But using it as a way to hold power over another person is some bitch shit. Grow the fuck up. I mean, I'm talking pretty high and mighty right now, but it definitely took a fucking meeting my wife to realize this because for the longest time, like, cause it's one of those things, a guy, a, 
all men, uh, everyone's trying to figure themselves out. But for a guy, you know, a lot of your, I don't know, visual weight in society or in your life or among your peers or whatever you want to say, you are trying to figure out where we land and how to be at the top of that chain. So in high school, if you're an athlete or you're strong or you have a skill set, you lean into that. And then when you're insecure, because everyone has a certain level of insecurity in their system, you either learn how to figure that out and be confident as a person or you mask it through this like fake masculine identity when you're a dude. And that's what I did. In high school, I was like, you know, rude and tried to let people know that I was stronger than them and that made me better than them. And that's what I thought being an alpha male was. And the guys that are still like that haven't grown up. So I have, I have a little piece of advice for guys that are like that, that might be listening to this podcast. You might be listening to me right now and be like, this guy's a fucking beta male. And it's like, no, no, dude, don't get defensive. You are because you lose your head. A quote, alpha male has control of his emotions, control of his anger, control of everything that goes on in between the ears. And that lends you the ability to have control of things that are going on in your life. And that lends you the ability to understand that in order to really be fulfilled, to have a sense of confidence and a sense of control, you can care for others and show others love and respect and appreciation because you're set, you're good. If you're one of these people that lashes out on social media or tries to push your views onto other people, take care of your fucking demons in your closet and you're not. That doesn't make you tough. It makes you weak because you don't have control over your brain. And if you disagree with that, who gives a shit? That's one, this is one guy's opinion, right? But I'm talking from experience. I was that guy. And I look back and I hate that guy. Granted, it got me to where I am now. But if I was still that guy, I would hate my life. And masking these inner demons and these inner self thoughts with, you know, drugs and alcohol and shit might seem tough and cool and all that shit, but all you're doing is masking it. You're not fixing anything or getting rid of anything. Like, let's just lay it out. I work all day, right? I wake up at 530. I go to work. On my way home, I drink something with caffeine in it. I rock the fuck out in my truck on my way home from work, kind of getting all the emotions out. And when I walk into that door, I am full speed ready to have conversations with my wife, ready to be checked in, not checked out, ready to play with my little girl, relieve my wife of some of the headache of that she's, you know, had with taking care of our little girl all day. And because I make sure that I show up from work every single day like that, my wife and mine's relationship is fantastic and our lives are great, especially together. And if you think that's beta, you need to fix your fucking frame of thought. Now, was this Cheer Up Babe the podcast? No, this was not Cheer Up Babe the podcast. This was VJ's going to yell at us for an hour. VJ's going to tell us about T-Dog and then he's going to yell at us for a little while. It's just, dude, guy, like this fucking bullshit mentality. It's like, now let's flip it. Let's flip it real fast though. Before, before, before we continue on, let's flip it real fast oversensitivity is not control over your emotions. So like the quote sensitive guys that care about every single thing in the world, even the ones that they have no control over, even the things that they can't change, like the keyboard warriors, you know, the people 
the white knights virtue signaling for every other fucking problem going on 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 social media and shit that's not alpha that oversensitivity is also a lack of control of your own brain it's about contentment it's about a confident contentment so grow up a little bit now i these were the things that i wanted to talk about in this episode and i haven't figured out how to pivot <laughs> pivot away and talk about something fun so part of me just kind of wants to end it and if this is the first episode you listen to, this isn't the normal vibe, but it was something important that we had to kind of learn about. And before you get all high and mighty, this is just one guy's opinion on a podcast. So if this episode made you sensitive, first of all, relax. It's one guy's opinion. I'm not saying that you should be like me. I'm not saying that everything I do is correct. I just know that everything I have done has made me happier. And has me living my best life right now. And if you're not happy or not living your best life, take a few grains, you know, take a few, take a few nuggets and try to grow as a person. I mean, damn, I mean, Grant, like when I was going to sit down and record this episode, I was like, I mean, who's the fuck's it going to reach in terms of like male population? Because let's be real with sub cubs. Most of my listeners are women, but ladies, the text messages were a, uh, we're, we're a warning sign lesson, you know, but if you have a guy who seems a little broken, who seems like he doesn't have control over his emotions, who gets aggressive, all he needs is a little help growing up. And you might be like, VJ, how did, uh, how did Jordan do it? Um, this, th- that was more of a self-realization because, uh, she wouldn't even let my ass in the door until I started making those moves. Cause make no mistake. Your boy was a fuck boy. I was an alpha asshole douchebag. I always had a little bit of a sense of humor, but uh, it wasn't cultivated like it is now. But I just, I wanted, I don't fuck, dude. Like I said, I don't know how to pivot away from this. I wanted to talk about this because I'm a girl dad. I have a daughter and I need to, I need her to, I'm going to be teaching her this. I'm going to be teaching her like red flags to look for and like things that she needs to like hold herself to in terms of a standard, what to watch out for snakes in the grass shit like that guys who think that they're the toughest usually are the weakest ones especially mentally and that mental instability is not something that should be appreciated or adored might be fun right like there's the you know i know that i know that some i know that some girls are kind of into it like the aggressive guy you know i mean shit i dated a few you know it's like the aggression is what really got them going but but in terms of a man that you want to like lock down with and stuff no, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it, babe. I just wanted to put an episode out that explained it a little bit. Now, this is not the vibe of the fucking podcast normally, but here we are. This is a lesson episode. Ugh. I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to pivot into something lighter. I'm just going to leave you with it. I don't even know how long this podcast was, but it's probably going to be kind of short. But if you were offended by this episode, think about why. Or if you wanted to judge me for this episode, you can, but think about why. And I hope you guys have a great week. And I hope we hope we grew as grew as people a little bit today. And I hope you go out there, don't be a bummer, have control of your emotions, be the alpha male of your life, and cheer up, babe. Look, babe. One thing you're gonna learn about this podcast is is we we don't do the ad reads. 
All right, we don't do we don't do the ad reads in the fashion that the company wants us to do the ad reads because I like to only do like to only tell you about things that I actually use, but I also want to speak from the heart. I don't want to tell you the ins and outs of the j- mumbo jumbo whatever. Big time partner of the pod, Chill Wellness. Chill Wellness started with a dad whose daughter at 18 months was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. It, the pain was so bad that it got to the point that she couldn't even stand anymore. As a dad, heartstrings ripping apart. I'm investing in the story. I want to know more. Along with the arthritis came medications, which then came with huge side effects. And at what point do you try to fix one problem while causing other problems? So he got together with a group of scientists and doctors and developed what's called Aspen Sab. It's made with Arnica, Boswellia, medical grade magnesium, full spectrum CBD, and the results were amazing. So much so that he wanted to help other people with this problem. This is the only CBD company that partnered with the Arthritis Foundation because that's the origin of their story. That's where their heart lies. Now, like I said, I don't tell you about things that I don't use. I use every single product that they make because it can be used in different fashions than just a salve to help with sore muscles, back pain, shoulder pain, anything like that. They have the sports stick. They have the CBD drink mix now. Everything is so high quality and works so well. As a guy who literally trains people as a profession. I can't tell people about it enough. I use it every single day. I use it when I'm sore from the gym. I use it when I'm stressed out, when I'm having an anxious day, just whenever, and it calms my CNS. It also calms my muscles, and I love every piece of it. So if you want to try it out, go to Chill Wellness. That's C-H-I-L, one L, chillwellness.com. And I like to save you guys money, so at checkout, if you use the promo code VJJulio15, you're going to get 15% off your entire cart no matter what. That's vjgiulio one five as the promo code at checkout. You get 15% off your entire order. If you tried CBD companies in the past and they haven't worked for you, it's not because CBD doesn't work. It's because that company didn't care enough. Go check it out. 